Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. <laughs> this is a BTMS Insiders Insiders call that I recorded in March 2020, uh, about the time that the world was going into shutdown mode because of the spread of uh, COVID, of the coronavirus. And uh, it, it, it was titled Strategic Thinking in a Time of Crisis. And I kept thinking about this and wanting to go back to it. And I went back and I checked my notes. And the, the thinking behind it, the principles and strategies that I shared in this training are just as relevant today as ever. So like 95% of what I talk about that is the important parts, the principles and strategies, they are just as relevant in today's economic environment as they were then in the combo of uh, the beginning of a pandemic and economic crisis that was being created by that. The, the 5% that's different, the context, you know, that's, it's different. So if you hear me referencing things like, you know, the world going into shutdown and social distancing and all that, obviously that stuff isn't as relevant today, but the, the thinking for how to respond to a crisis, I think you're going to find it ultra relevant. And let me speak to the current economic situation. So the Fed just raised its interest rates by the most since the early 90s, and that's going to dramatically impact the interest rates across the board. The Fed is promising more interest rate increases. There's inflation going on at a level that we haven't seen since 1980-ish. Uh, and the the value of stocks has been falling. The value of bonds has been falling. The value of alternative assets like crypto has been falling. Real estate so far has seemed insulated, but there are starting to be signals from the real estate market that uh, we could be seeing a, a huge slowdown in demand in real estate, uh, which is going to lead to lower prices, especially combined with uh, higher interest rates, which impact the real actual paid cost of real estate on a month-to-month -month basis when somebody purchases with a mortgage. And it's not localized to the United States. The way that our economy works at this point is it's pretty globalized. So um, a lot of these things that we're seeing in the United States have parallels all around the world, especially because uh, these are the natural add-on effects of what was done to respond to uh, to, to coronavirus, uh, to, to the COVID pandemic. And so we are entering a period, we have entered a period where there is plenty of economic turmoil going on. Uh, it's not the end of the world. The sky, you know, it may be falling now, but there'll be, the sun will come out tomorrow, right? Um, but right now in this present situation, we're in a spot where things are likely to get worse not better. And there will be a lot of changes. And what that means for you as a marketer, as a copywriter, as an entrepreneur, is that, you know, what was a hyper-relevant strategy last year, let's say late 2021, when everybody was in mania mode and markets were highest points ever and all of that, right? What was a relevant strategy then? Really, uh, probably won't remain hyper relevant today. There will be changes. There are changes that are happening. And um, how you are able to adapt and how you are able to speak to the market's current situation will have a large impact on your ability to generate results today. Um, so, with that, we're going to you know, wind back the time machine by about two years and three months, and uh, we'll listen to strategic thinking in a time of crisis. And I will leave it up to you to draw the parallels to today's situation and how you might apply the, the principles that I focus on throughout this, this training to today's environment. So with that, I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, uh, a, a rather unique episode, I would say, 
uh, but I hope you find it extremely valuable. And don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more of this type of thinking going forward. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Okay, we're recording. So this is your official welcome to the BTMS Insiders monthly insiders call uh, for March 2020. This is like the coronavirus crisis edition. I'm Roy Fur, of course, and, um, and I'm here to talk about strategic thinking in a time of crisis. So quick introduction housekeeping here. These are the BTMS Insiders members calls. Uh, they're, they're, I started doing these monthly. You can attend them live. The recording is also available for all access pass holders. So you have to have the all access pass to access the recording. The, the time that I have allotted for it is up to 60 minutes. Uh, primarily the first 20, 30 minutes is designed to cover the special topic and then open Q&A hot seat afterwards. Because of everything going on in the world today, I am doing the, uh, I'm doing the, there, there's the potential our special topic is going to run a little bit longer. As you can see, I also, I also broke out this marketing in a moment of social distancing where um, it, it's kind of a, a second topic for this call. And I wanted to talk about how different businesses are and can, res are responding and can respond to what's going on as entire countries, regions are going into lockdown, um, which I expect to see more of until the virus passes as far as its, its most active phase. Uh, so first off, I wanna talk about your thinking. And then second, I want to talk about how it all affects marketing, how the entire current situation affects marketing. Of course, if you have questions, you know, feel free to use the Q&A functionality in Zoom. You can also use chat, although if, if it's a question that you want me to explicitly answer, I would prefer that you do that uh, through the Q&A functionality. It's just more manageable on the admin side. So um, strategic thing, and, and by the way, I'm recovering from a cold, so terrible time to get sick, uh, but it's, it's just a cold. Uh, I will try not to sniffle into the microphone at you. Uh, in the context of, of this. Um, yeah, so strategic thinking in a time of crisis. Uh, and the bullet points here, we'll just go through them. I'm going to cover this stuff rapid fire because there is so much to cover and uh, I wanna deliver it in, in tight nuggets here. So first and foremost, remember that this too shall pass. Like that's a, um, you know, first and foremost, we're, we're in this time of panic. I don't know about you, but I've had like a huge cortisol spike, which is that stress hormone that we deal with as we, um, as, as our, as our body reacts to stressful situations. And as we watch the virus spread throughout the world, I know that a lot of people have felt a lot of stress, not even necessarily just for the virus itself, but for all of the impacts, the, the second, third, fourth level consequences of what's happening. So, you know, the virus spreads, businesses are shut down. What's going to happen to the economy? What's going to happen to your business? What's going to happen to your marketing? How do you have to change your marketing messages? How do you have to communicate with customers? Are customers still going to buy? Like there's all these questions that are up in the air and it's worth remembering that this too shall pass. Um, and finding that solace in the middle of the situation is critically, critically important. So it's, it's worth noting that China is pretty much back to business as usual. China is where this virus started spreading at the end of 2019. And now, and you know, today is March 19th, 2020. And officially yesterday, China had zero new infections. So uh, with all the bad news, around this virus and how we're having to shut down, um, you know, shut down the world. China did that and, um, and managed to flatten the curve, which is the language being used. And so zero new infections yesterday, that's great news. This virus can be mitigated and 
life gets back to normal. Um, other countries that went into shutdown have similarly contained the spread of the virus. There will be massive short-term devastation. I'm not saying there won't be, but people will be thrilled to return to normalcy. And there's some language. Um, I was actually on the phone with Perry Marshall yesterday, and if you're a Perry Marshall subscriber, you probably saw his announcement this morning that, um, you know, many businesses that are having a short-term disruption are going to have a slingshot recovery if they um, if they don't panic and shut down completely, that you can do things that will let you stay uh, connected with your customers. And when people are thrilled to be returning to normal, uh, to, to their normal everyday lives, they're gonna go out, they're gonna wanna buy things, they're going to want to um, resume life as much as possible. And that's gonna be a great thing. Now, if there's one word that you should think of in the midst of the crisis, it is resilience. Um, it is worth noting that life adapts under resistance, challenge, and stress. Um, Perry pointed out that the, there was there's this really important period in evolutionary history, and I don't know if you know Perry's work, but um, he has studied evolution like as a as a passion project for years. He has some really fascinating stuff, including a ten million dollar prize having to do with um, with important aspects of, of of proving the science of evolution um, and proving. I don't want to go into that here, but one of the things that he pointed out is in all of human or in all of the the history of the earth, there's this one moment of like 13 to 25 million years that is more important to life as we know it than any other um, than any any other period of time. So before the Cambrian explosion, there were four thousand billion. I, I'm sorry, uh, four thousand million years. Uh, which is which is four billion years of single-celled organisms and early multicellular life. Like life was very simple, like the how life forms existed. And then there was a mass extinction event um, caused by global warming, um, gases entering the atmosphere, all of that. Not human global warming, current political hot button issue, but the the earth warmed up. And there was a mass extinction event. And life, uh, it, well, first off, it created this massive stress on the life that existed. There was atmospheric change. Water disappeared uh, from many places where it was abundant before. And in less than 25 million years, the basis for nearly all modern life formed. So um, vertebrates came into being. Um, and invertebrates, like a... Uh, uh, shelled organisms came into being. Um, there, were, there were all of these changes, uh, life created to more effectively retain and use water uh, came into being. And it, it created just this moment where uh, adaptation, hyper-evolution as Perry called it, was required because of the stress, because of the resistance and the challenge. And we are made to ad uh, adapt. Uh, life is made to adapt. And if you can manage the crisis, if you can embrace the fact, okay, this is a moment where I'm going to have to adapt, you will have a positive outcome. On a micro level, you know, I think about this every morning when I do kettlebell. You, when you lift heavy weights, your body adapts. When you subject yourself to stress, your body adapts. And so it's worth thinking about personal resilience and business resilience. You want to take care of yourself and embrace the challenge, right? You should not panic too little or too much. You should make sure that you are taking care of yourself and embracing the fact that, okay, this is hard, but I'm going to get through it and I'm going to come out better and stronger on the other side, more able to deal with adversity. Um, if you adopt that mindset, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world around you. You are going to have a much better outcome than if you adopt this mindset of, oh no, the world is falling down around me and I don't know what to do. Find out what to do. We're gonna talk about that in a moment here. It is critically important in this moment to protect your mindset and your energy. Again, if you have questions, if you wanna throw them in the Q&A, if you wanna throw anything in the chat, that's great. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that, but I wanna keep moving forward. Protect your mindset and your energy. Number one, minimize media time. Now, I recognize that in, in the dynamic situation that we're dealing with, it's important to kind of stay on top of things like community restrictions, um, uh, on, top of, on top of recognizing that, um, 
that you may have changes going on in your community that you should know about. You know, I'm following news from our school district because our kids are suddenly at home. I'm, I'm following news from the local news, especially because it's keeping us updated on what's going on with the virus in our community. But I'm also intentionally minimizing media time and focusing on things that are much more long-term. Spend five or 10 minutes every day, maybe morning and evening, um, getting up to date on the latest headlines and then try and ignore it because the more you consume media, media is designed to shock you. It's designed to surprise you. It's designed to um, capture your attention and hold it. And it does that oftentimes through stimulating negative emotions and negative feelings, which will drain your energy in a situation like this. So minimize media time, stay on top of the news, but don't spend all day in it. Um, once you've spent maybe 10 or 15 minutes in the news, it's time to shut it down. Um, with regards to that, also try to get some quiet time, try to get some meditation time if possible, some prayer time, um, depending on, you know, what your spiritual belief is, finding that quiet time where you can turn inwards and have a moment of peace is critically important for this. In fact, we're going to, um, I'm going to cover that in just a moment here. Journaling is good because anytime that you can, it's been proven that by getting your thoughts and feelings out of your head, it will make you more effective in dealing with them. Um, I, I don't want to go too deep into all of these different elements, but if you haven't journaled at this point, just grabbing a piece of paper and saying, hey, you know, I'm feeling stressed right now because of what's going on. And here's, here are the reactions that I noticed myself having. I consider a form of written meditation to journal. And I find it's actually more effective than silent meditation for me, although both have their place. Positive forward thinking. Uh, one of the elements that I added to my uh, to my email this morning and to my signature in my email to you just before we we um, we got on this call was the best is yet to come. Think about that. Think about how you can embrace that belief and think about how you can make that belief come true. The best is yet to come. Every time that there has been a, a major pandemic situation, every time that there's been a financial crisis, every time that there has been a major setback in human history, we have climbed up higher than ever before in the recovery. And so I'm certainly not here to talk to you about doom and gloom. I'm here to talk to you about be resilient and stick it out and lay the groundwork for an even bigger future. There are going to be some things that are harder. There may be some things that are easier. I have more stories coming in, surprisingly, in the last few days about successes in business, about people in certain industries who are um, serving their clients in different ways that are proving to be incredibly successful. So at the same time as restaurants and in-person businesses and travel are shutting down, there are also a lot of positive things going on. And heck, like I have a, I have plane tickets right now to fly to New York City at the end of May. And worst case scenario, I'm thinking that we're going to reschedule that because we still want to go to New York City. We still want to do that experience. So it's positive forward thinking to the time beyond the crisis because the best is yet to come taking positive actions. I'm going to talk to you in a moment about planning, about effective planning methodologies, but the more, um, so let me, let me, let me slow down for a minute and take a breath because, um, I, I feel the need to interject a story. I, in December, I actually started doing a kettlebell exercise that requires me to exercise a minimum of five days a week. And I set a, a schedule of Monday through Friday as my five days. And, um, and one of the things that this has done is it has, um, it's made me stronger, like physically stronger, right? You lift weights every day and you're going to become physically stronger. But the other thing that it has done is on those days where I don't want to be doing the kettlebell, but I get under the heavy weight anyway, and I do my exercises and it takes 20 to 30 minutes and I consistently do that day after day, and I start to see the results, I feel proud of myself for taking these little positive actions, even when it's difficult. And so the more you can drill down to minimum 
um, positive actions that you can take. Even if that's like right now, I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you're at, like mentally, emotionally. But if you're feeling like, oh, geez, I don't want to get out of bed right now. Like I'm in Lincoln, Nebraska, and it's rainy and dreary outside and it was foggy this morning. But uh, I could, I could choose in the light of the current situation and in the light of feeling stuck inside my house to be in, uh, I could feel like, Hey, I, I, uh, I don't want to get out of bed this morning. I don't want to whatever, but actually I got up early. I, I did my kettlebells. I did my meditation. I'm speaking with clients. I'm having client phone calls. I scheduled this call. I'm addressing the crisis head on. I recorded other training this morning. I'm taking all these little positive actions and it does incredible things for your mindset and energy. Gary, I'm going to answer your question really quick. He says, which, uh, which kettlebells do you do, Roy? I follow Pavel Tatsuin's uh, Simple and Sinister program. He has uh, an updated version of Simple and Sinister that is a just an incredible workout plan. Um, and I do it, you know, I'm, I'm following it basically to the letter. I have a number of different kettlebells. Uh, health and exercise. So I've been talking about this, right? Health and exercise, actually, um, exercise is a, it has been um, reviewed in studies as being as effective as antidepressant medication. So if you are feeling under the weather, doing exercise is one of the best things that you can do. I got an email today from All Trails, which is just an app that, um, that talks about trails and it, and it reminded us that the outside, the great outdoors is still open for business. And you know, practice, if you run into somebody on the trail, if, you, if you're practice social distancing while the virus is still a concern, but that kind of um, that kind of activity is very good for your mindset, very good for your energy. You don't have to stay locked inside. If you can get out, um, if you can be active, it will very much help you in the light of of what's going on in the world right now. Okay, um, maintain future focus. Now, I, I talked about this a little bit before, but the best is yet to come. If you develop a clear purpose and vision for yourself and your business beyond the crisis, like we're all going through this crisis right now. We're all dealing with the coronavirus and things shutting down and um, a lot of unexpected situations and a lot of unknowns. But if you develop a clear purpose and vision beyond the crisis, you will be more effective at dealing with it. And then you will be more effective at getting through it and coming out stronger on the other side. Make your decisions to serve your vision, not from your fear and doubts. I actually, um, th this was under the wealth beliefs that I published a few months ago. And as soon as this started really blowing up, I realized like this is something that I needed to remind myself of. And so I wrote a three by five card and I put it next to my laptop and you know, I'm trying to keep my desk as clear as possible these days, but I put that there and I like it in the moment of crisis, you need to think beyond the crisis. You need to think um, how you can make decisions today to serve your greater vision, not from fear and doubts of the situation right now. Um, so maintain future focus in, in the light of this. Now, um, here's a lesson from Stoicism, and it's actually it actually appears in pretty much every great wisdom tradition, including there's the serenity prayer, God grant me the, the um, oh geez, now I'm, as soon as I try to say it off the top of my head, I'm not remembering it. Basically, um, you know, uh, God grant me the strength to, uh, endure what I can endure and, uh, the, the, oh heck, um, <laughs> basically, uh, I want to be strong enough to deal with the things that I can control. I want to have peace, uh, to deal with the things that I can't control. And I want to have wisdom to know the difference. However, the, uh, much more poetic version of that is in the serenity prayer. You can look it up. But basically, there are a lot of things in life that you can and that you can't control. So in light of this current situation, you can't control the virus. You can't control the news. You can't control how society reacts. You can't. You just can't. What can you control? You can control your reasonable preparations. I said, you know, don't 
don't panic too much. Don't panic too little. Make reasonable preparations. You know, frankly, I'm upset that I didn't do a little bit of uh, of panic buying of toilet paper because everybody else did. Um, but for the most part, we have made every other reasonable preparation. You can control your inputs. That's limiting media time. Um, you can control how you react. You can focus on positive input in the situation. You can focus on people who are choosing to be problem solvers. You can focus on how you react and the actions that you're taking. You can use this to actually galvanize you to take more positive action, to be more focused, to be more energetic, to bring more of your best self. And that's how you're going to actually come out better on the other side. We're going to get into some more specific stuff in a minute. Gary, thank you very much for adding this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Um, it's a, yeah, absolutely powerful. Okay. Um, so I, I'm, I'm getting much more practical here in these next few minutes um, covering these different elements. So I actually shared this as a Facebook post and I, I shared um, I shared the link in the original announcement of this call to members. Uh, basically, Todd Herman, who wrote The Alter Ego Effect, had, did an in, informal uh, study where he interviewed 29 CEOs. Todd actually has the virus right now. And so he's quarantined. He's stuck in his house and he uh, decided to use the time as productively as possible. And uh, he interviewed 29 CEOs, asked them all the same questions. He analyzed the responses, especially including word choices. And he grouped them into three main categories. Those who were fear focused, those who were unfocused and those who were strategy focused. And he said, all of them said they wanted their business to be healthy. However, with time, more conversation and data, their words were expressing a far different psychology hidden underneath that some of these CEOs have, were acting from a place of fear. Some were acting from a place of just not knowing what the heck to do. And some were acting from a place of intention, moving forward and, and strategic decision-making in the context of the crisis. And so um, that actually is kind of what prompted the, 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 the title of this course is strategic thinking in a time of crisis. So um, how are strategy focused CEOs speaking right now? Well, they're three times more likely to know about Taiwan's response to the coronavirus, where it's been largely contained. Um, I, I actually looked that up, and there were like 142 separate measures that they did to shut down Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan was considered to be one of the highest risk places for uh, transmission from China because of their close relationship with China. And in the end, um, they, be, they ended up being very low on the on the list of countries as far as per capita that were hit. Um, and they really managed to prevent the spread of the virus into and throughout Taiwan. So um, the strategic focused CEO or strategy focused CEO is nine times more likely to be shifting product or service offerings to serve today's market. They're four times more likely to have already made changes to teams. They're six times, uh, they're using words related to action, opportunity, and, and similar concepts six times more often uh, than the average CEO in this interview. They're eight times more likely to use the word buy in reference to other businesses, advertising and marketing, um, talent and hiring. They're 13 times more likely to use positive future pacing words. So all of this is like built into what I'm telling you, right? Um, these are, this is a time of opportunity. It's definitely a time of change. It's a time to become stronger. It's a time to meet resistance with resilience. It's a time to choose positive actions and positive future focus because like that's what the world needs right now. That's what you need right now. That's what your business needs right now. That's what everybody involved, your team, anybody involved with your business needs right now, that's what your family needs right now. Like these are the things that we focus on. Um, they're four times more likely to have already had conversations with other CEOs about growth, sustainability, or other opportunities. And, you know, frankly, if you're on this call at this point, like I, I you are uh, becoming strategy focus CEO if you're not already, because we're having this conversation right now about what we can do. 
right? Um, so the strategy focus group leaned way more on healthy networks and focused on solutions more and were overall more positive and felt more secure than others. Some of this was because they didn't consume a lot of fear or negativity. So like that's controlling the media that you're, that you're consuming right now. Now uh, to a point I made earlier, one final interesting point of data. Um, there were three CEOs that stood out for their calm, cool, and collected thinking and the fact that they had also taken the earliest action. What was the common link? They all had daily meditation practices. So, you know, I, I talked about that. I talk about this stuff when in, in times of plenty, but in times of crisis, it becomes all the more important. Obviously, we can't look back and say, oh, you know, I should have been meditating daily. I'm up to almost a thousand days a, a row in uh, tracked in an app called Insight Timer, uh, which is a very effective app that includes both just a timer for silent meditation as well as guided meditations, music, that sort of thing, all focused on uh, timing. And it kind of gamifies meditation uh, in terms of, of encouraging you to keep going. Okay, um, so let's talk about GTD and the getting things done methodology. One of the things that I have done in the context of this, like our kids are suddenly at home. We have three kids who are school age who um, are getting some remote learning stuff from the school district, but we are ultimately responsible for implementing a re remote learning program at home. And we're, we're, you know, we are from a family that values education. And so we're gonna keep our kids educated during this time, right? So one of the things that I'd been doing in my business and I immediately implemented with my wife um, were some critical practices from the GTD or getting things done. <coughs> I've been talking a lot today, uh, recording the client getting blueprint as well. So I'm noticing my throat drying out just a moment. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, so um, from GTD, regaining control and perspective. Um, there are two things that I actually found to be most effective to use in the context of this situation, and that is coming up with two lists. Um, what are your areas of focus and what are your current projects? And for the kids, I actually, I printed this out on a single piece of paper on the left-hand side, areas of focus, and on the right-hand side, projects. So like for them, it's things like math, reading, um, and all sorts of different topics that they would normally cover in school, right? And so these are just areas of focus, areas of accountability, areas of responsibility that you wanna stay on top of from day to day, week to week, month to month, right? In a moment like this, in terms of regaining control and perspective, being able to sit down and list those things out is, is so uh, relieving in terms of some of the stress that you're going to feel, just so you can make sure that in a time of major change, you are going to, uh, you are going to take care of those things, right? I have this own list for my business. I have areas of focus for my business. I have projects that I'm working on for my business. I have my own methods of tracking them. But having that list and being able to refer to that list easily is critically important. And projects, I mean, it's the same thing. What are the projects that actually are items that have uh, physical action steps associated with them, as well as um, a, 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 a finish line? So uh, clearly like math, it doesn't have a finish line. You know, studying math is an area of focus, but completing a math workbook may be a project, right? So that's the difference between those two. And having a list of all of those things is going to be important. I would strongly recommend doing this for you. Now, um, another critical component of the GTD methodology is what uh, David Allen named the natural planning model. And it breaks down into uh, five steps. And actually, if you've started taking the client getting blueprint, you're seeing elements of this showing up in, uh, in the new client getting blueprint training because I'm actually using this throughout. So in the natural planning model, um, this is how, how you would think of any given project. So let's say your project is um, that you've had a, an ad campaign that has been uh, disrupted by the change, right, that's going on right now. And you need to figure out what to do, how to start driving new customers with maybe a, a, a new version of the ad campaign. Well, for this, you're going to define a purpose. You're gonna say, create a new ad campaign for X product um, that in light of the coronavirus cr crisis. The vision is that we would, uh, 
launch an ad campaign that allows us to drive pay traffic and get back up to the previous daily average of sales um, from before the crisis. And then brainstorm, okay, what are all the things that we have to do? Well, we may need to write a new lead. We may need to write a bunch of new traffic drivers. We may need to write, um, you know, uh, we may need to adjust our offer. We may need to do this or that or whatever. So you brainstorm all the potential possibilities of what needs to happen. And then you organize, you say, okay, well, you know, before we, uh, before we write the new lead, we have to decide if we're going to do uh, a new offer. So, okay, define new offer first and then uh, write new lead, write new traffic drivers for the lead. And you organize the things that need to get done. And then next actions could be, um, you know, discuss with, um, with product creator, other components that can be added uh, for today's situation or um, work with copywriter on new lead for, uh, for promotion or whatever, right? So, so you, you, you go through and you define the purpose and then you define the vision and then you brainstorm the things that would need to happen or need to be true resources that you might need to have in place to really identify what needs to be done. And then you organize that into a, a kind of a back, back of napkin plan. And then you define specific physical next action steps in order to uh, reach the different milestones of the project. And if you do that, like if you define, okay, what are my areas of focus? And then what are my projects? And then you make sure you're doing this process for the projects that need to be completed when I talked about taking positive action steps, like this is exactly what you need to be doing. Now, I'm gonna take a breath here. Is this all feeling helpful? Are you feeling, um, are you feeling positively future-oriented in the context of this? You can throw it in the, into the chat and, um, and reply to me there. I do see that uh, Zoom lets me stalk you and, let, and lets me know how engaged you are with the uh, the actual software and and it says that you're you're all here with me right now um i like this stuff is super valuable for me if you have questions be sure you're using the uh the q a functionality let's move forward though um let's see gary yes excellent uh to put it all into perspective let's let's keep going okay I actually picked this up. Um, there was a really good podcast recently. It's the I Love Marketing podcast, and it's the recent one with Jay Abraham, Joe Polish, and Dean Jackson. And I would strongly recommend you go listen to it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, one of the things that they talked about in there was was thinking time. Um, and that is in a big situation like this, and this can be one of the things that you do in your journal, right? Um, in a big situation like this where there's uh, dramatic change, and this could happen because there's a crisis in your business that has nothing to do with coronavirus. It could happen because, you know, there's a life change situation. It could happen because who knows, like all sorts of different reasons. Um, it is critically important to give yourself thinking time to respond to things. Um, good info carry on from Steve Heldinks. Um, let's see. So, so grab a pad and a pen. Your job for this period of time is just to think and to think um, isolated from any distractions. And so uh, a pad of paper and a pen is much better than, a, <clears throat> than trying to think with a laptop in this situation. So what do my clients and customers need right now? What's the best thing that I can do to serve them? What's the best thing that I can do for my business? Where are the ethical opportunities today? Ask yourself these questions and answer them. Like, what's the best thing I can do uh, to serve my clients right now? And just write about it, write about it. Set, set a timer for 45 minutes or an hour and just write, like, what's the best thing for my customers right now that I can help, one, help them with? How do I manage this situation, especially my fears, doubts, and indecisions? What actions can I take now? Ask yourself this information and use it to, to galvanize yourself, to, to define physical actions that you're going to take and then implement the plan. Like we all have an opportunity and for each of us, it's gonna be different. Like my opportunity has to incorporate the fact that I'm at home with the kids for um, a couple days a week now and helping manage their education. So I'm shifting my schedule. And then I opened up different time on my schedule for clients who wanna get on the phone with me. I've actually had more copy review, um, copy reviews coming through than at any time in recent history in terms of like the weekly volume because, because there's so much change going on that people want, uh, they, they want 
They want direction. They want clarity. They want to be able to adapt. They want feedback. And like, this is going on right now. And the only way to respond to it is, is intentionally and positively. And, and the way that you can respond to it intentionally and positively is by like sitting down and thinking your brain is incredible at problem solving, but you need to give it the space to do that. You're not going to give it the space. If you're consuming negative media, you're going to give it the space by sitting down with a blank piece of paper and a pen. Okay, um, I do recognize that that this is continuing to um, this is continuing to go past the twenty to thirty minutes, but I'm I'm going to keep going forward because this is such value to me. This is the content that I'm thinking about, and like how I can show up best in my life and the world right now, and for my business, and to serve my clients and my customers, and um, to adjust to the situation. And I my goal is to convey that to you as much as possible here. Okay. Um, so let's talk about leadership. Um, I, I happen to hear, you know, another good podcast right now. I'm trying to get perspectives on this from all sorts of different uh, angles. Russell Brunson did a, did a conversation where he talked about uh, having a conversation with Dean Graziosi. Now, Dean Graziosi does real estate infomercials, and he was doing real estate infomercials before the 2008 crisis and collapse of the real estate market. And there were like 40 or 50 competitors on TV doing infomercials for make money in real estate, right? And then the real estate market crashed. And um, within a couple months, Dean was the only guy who was still on TV. And then for the next five years, he was like the only make money in real estate guy on TV. And he said that the one major change that he made is he shifted from during the boom time when everybody was getting rich in real estate, it was all aspirational messages. It was all like, oh, you know, now it's the best time ever to make money in real estate. And then after that, he switched his messaging to being a life preserver, to being, uh, you know, I'm here for you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to, um, to help you to, to help you protect yourself from what's going on right now. I'm here to give you an opportunity to make money in light of this down market in real estate. And like in a bust economy, that is what works. Now, my perspective is that um, this event is not going to be as market shaking and earth shaking as the 2008 crisis was. Um, because of the drastic response that we're being forced to take, I think that this is going to be a much more isolated event. I could be wrong, um, but I hope that with quarantine like uh, like like China implemented and like other places have implemented, that um, that we're going to look back on this, you know, in 90 days and, and be thankful that it was over so quick in terms of the disease itself. Now there's going to be economic consequences that stretch out, but in terms of the disease itself, uh, we're going to look back positively, you know, as soon as 90 days from now and, and say, you know, thank goodness that that was over so quick. And then the economic recovery, frankly, will probably be fairly quick too, at least for businesses that are uh, on top of it because of the fact that people are going to be eager to get back to life as normal. Uh, people are going to be eager to get back to the bull market. But in this time, we do need leaders. And the way that you become a leader in this situation is to be the best version of you. You have to be the best version of you to be the best leader um, because you leadership ultimately always starts with self-leadership. And if you are not being a good self-leader, you cannot be a good leader to your team, to your business, to your clients, to your customers, to your family, to your community. Whoever needs you in this moment, they need you to lead yourself first and then lead them. Okay, um, because Breakthrough Marketing Secrets is fundamentally about marketing, I do want, I did want to address marketing right now. Um, as I said, I am seeing a ton of success stories right now in specific industries where people are uh, having incredible success. Like one of my uh, old copywriting coaching students, uh, somebody that I worked with for a year, uh, as, as coach. And then I worked with him. He was uh, somebody that worked under me for a little bit on client projects. Uh, he is doing 500 sales a day in, uh, in a supplement offer, uh, and just absolutely doing incredible. Uh, there's somebody else that works in real estate investing, 
uh, and uh, actually a copywriter on this call wrote the promo for him. And I can't say uh, specific numbers, but his earnings per click are just completely off the charts as far as a, a new product launch. He said, normally we have to have optimized the funnel uh, quite a bit before we get numbers that are anywhere close to this. But right now it's doing incredibly well and they're rolling it out. Uh, I, I, there's a, a, uh, a big marketing guru who I spoke with who um, who recently launched something that is doing very well because it's helping people uh, deal with this crisis. So um, there, there are certainly situations like physical businesses that are shutting down, travel businesses that are shutting down, businesses where the next however long is very questionable. But there is also a lot of opportunity in the world right now. And so you should not assume that everything is just has to shut down. Um, into, especially in terms of online businesses. So for all businesses right now, um, marketing in a moment of social distancing, don't exploit the crisis. Like it's not that you can't talk about it, don't exploit it. Uh, there was a story about somebody that bought up all the hand sanitizer in their state and that's exploiting the crisis. Uh, you know, you don't buy up all the hand sanitizer and sell it at 10 times the, the retail price. Um, thankfully, those people were uh, socially shamed to the point that they actually donated it. Um, preeminence, I, I, I absolutely believe in J. Abraham's strategy of preeminence. It means constantly acting in the best interests of your clients, um, keeping them focused. Uh, so, so in today's situation, it's keeping them focused on their resilience, be their life preserver, focus on their well-being first, build relationships and offer service. You know, the, the local gyms that completely rely on people coming in and working out that are shutting down, uh, a lot of them are, you know, I, I saw one kettlebell gym that actually rented out, is renting out kettlebells. So you can do your kettlebell workouts at home. There are gyms that do, that are doing their group exercise classes, posting them on YouTube or making them available to clients at home. These things are, are not only offering continuity of service, they are offering a, a higher level of service and they're building great relationships for people to want to come back and continue to do business with you because you have their back in this moment. Um, so there's there's going to be changes. And if you have an in-person business, I'm not gonna like beat around the bush. It's, it's not necessarily gonna be easy. You're gonna have to practice resilience more than those of us who have online businesses or consulting businesses. But if, if you can find creative ways, um, then you will maintain relationships with clients. And then you're going to, you're going to end up in a situation like the language that Perry and I landed on, which is slingshot recovery. Okay. So, um, with regards to advertising specifically, um, inventory is going up with usage, with online advertising, because like the amount of ads displayed on Facebook is are, are relative to the amount of usage. If people are stuck at home scrolling Facebook, then there's going to be more inventory for ads. Competition will also go down as companies pull back. All sorts of companies will pull back right now on their advertising spend, especially those that don't have a clear measurable positive ROI, um, especially big brands. And so competition will go down prices will drop as a result. It's supply and demand. Um, platforms are going to want your money more. And this is an opportunity. If you have a business where you can effectively spend money on advertising right now um, and, and get a return, it will actually be easier to get a return during this crisis than afterwards. Um, Mike Geary, who did the Truth About Abs, I heard from somebody this morning, it, it was published as an essay, so it's public information. Mike Geary in the 2008 crisis, just an abs ebook basically, uh, he, he actually built his business 10 times by really doubling down on advertising. He went from a million dollar a year business to a $10 million a year business by doubling down on advertising, um, uh, doubling down on paid advertising, specific, specifically Google AdWords, in that moment where, uh, where this was going on. And so if, if it is appropriate for your business, embrace this and think about how it might be appropriate for your business. Um, even if you're not getting an immediate ROI, if you do have a war chest, um, if you do have some money set aside for a rainy day, 
you may actually be able to use this opportunity to connect with, uh, with a new audience uh, in a way that, that wasn't necessarily possible even just a month or two ago. So what do people want in a crisis? What are people buying? What are people buying right now? So people are buying service and leadership. They're buying hope. They're buying health. Health supplement offers are doing really well right now, actually. Um, unless they have to get shut down for being a non-essential business, uh, which is unlikely. Health supplement offers, any kind of health offers that doesn't require coming into an office is doing really well right now because people are um, ultra aware of the health situation right now and maybe thinking about things like weight or other risk factors that they weren't thinking about before. Uh, I, I know of income offers making money right now uh, as the threat of unemployment grows dramatically in light of a shutdown. People want to know different ways that they can make money. And so if you have something that's legitimate, like again, don't exploit people based on this, but if you have something legitimate that's an income offer, that might be a big opportunity for you. People want entertainment and distraction. Um, my guess is, is Netflix and other streaming video subscriptions are going up dramatically right now. There's all sorts of other uh, entertainment and distraction businesses that are able to deliver, uh, deliver their services to people remotely that are going to do really well. Uh, Joshua says, for one, I'm very excited about ad prices dropping and platforms opening up. Absolutely. Um, safety. People do want safety right now. And anything that you can provide that gives them safety um, it, it will do well right now in this market. Again, don't exploit people because, of their, because they're afraid. Um, but if you do have a legitimate offer that delivers safety in the context of what's going on, it will be something that people want to buy from you. Basic necessities, of course, toilet paper being, um, you know, almost a joke at this point, but people are buying basic necessities um, and people want a return to normal. Absolutely. Like we all want that right now. Uh, we want nothing more than a return to normal. With regards to messaging, uh, and, and actually, so, as, as a little bit of an anecdote, I was speaking to somebody um, who, who is involved with multiple different investment publishers. And, and it's interesting right now in the light of um, the most dramatic rapid stock market crash ever, investors are both buying um, greed and fear, really. Like um, they're not really buying things in the middle, but they're buying greed and fear. They're, they're afraid of the current crash. And so any promo that talked about fear um, is working better. And with the exception of like, you're going to make a thousand or a thousand percent gains tomorrow, promos that have really solid stories that are like, you know, here is why this is an incredible investment opportunity are actually doing really well right now. Maybe a lift note says, hey, you know, this stock is on sale, but it's still a huge opportunity. And when the market comes back, um, it's, you're actually going to make even bigger profits by investing now. Like that's, that, uh, that kind of promo, people still believe that the market will go up um, and will go up soon. So don't ignore the crisis. Don't use panic. Don't exploit people. Um, speak from a place of preeminence, which is in service to your clients, uh, in service to their best interests. Build relationships. That's critically important right now. Like we want connection. We want relationships right now. Um, and from a, from a tactical perspective, I will say um, speaking to the lizard brain using simple language, um, not trying to get too heady with people, not trying to go too high concept with your advertising um, is, is what I'm seeing is working right now. If there's a consistency across markets, it's this like really basic, you know, if, you're, if your standard is you always write promotions to be at the seventh grade level or below, which, which um, good direct response copywriters will know that, um, the writing at the fifth grade level or below now and keeping everything very direct um, very benefit oriented is uh, is is what's working right now. It's what I'm seeing right now. Okay, specific to I want to address specific to physical businesses, online businesses, and then freelancer client service businesses. All, all three of those here. Um, and I recognize we have about 11 minutes left. If you do have questions that have come up, uh, certainly put them in the Q and A here. 
Um, okay, physical businesses. Uh, number one, protect your team, protect your customers, protect public health first. Um, I, you know, I saw actually one of my neighbors was having a get together in light of our state saying no public or no gatherings of more than 10 people. Um, our neighbor seemed to be having a party the other night and it actually made me angry. Um, it's, it's very disrespectful right now uh, to, to disregard public health warnings that are designed to prevent the, the spread of the disease. The way that we're going to get back to times of, of plenty and times of party is by being serious, like, um, you know, not panicking, but being serious about the effective measures that we can take to prevent the spread of this. Foster relationships through communication. Um, a, a really great example um, that came out of my conversation with, with Perry was uh, like the, the, um, the bowling alley owner. You know, what do you do if you're a bowling alley owner in the light of this? Well, you're going to keep talking to people about bowling. You're probably going to communicate more with them now than ever before. Don't go over the top, like if they're not used to ever getting any communication from you, but doing things to make their life easier, doing things to entertain them, doing things to, um, to bring a little bit of light and enjoyment into their life. Uh, can increase your relationship with them. And that relationship will be critical to driving, uh, to driving people back into your business when they are able to do that. Okay, um, get creative. If there's an opportunity to sell things online uh, and you have a customer list that you can communicate with, maybe it's worth investigating online sales for your business. Um, the equipment rental, the kettlebell gym is a great example of that. The kettlebell gym is not going to have, uh, is, is not gonna have kettlebells in use in the gym, but if you can rent it out, um, I don't know what the, what the equivalent would be in your business. Doing some kind of online value delivery. There are a lot of gyms whose group exercise classes are, are moving to video. Any kind of online delivery of the value that you might provide in person won't necessarily replace the revenue, but it will um, keep people connected and engaged with your business in a brand new way and build your relationships and show them that you have their back. It will be a, a demonstration of preeminence and your care for them as clients. And doing that, uh, will make them much more likely to come in as soon as they're able to again. Uh, Gary says, get creative. I contacted my local pharmacy to volunteer taking drugs and supplies to people who cannot get out because of their health or they are quarantined. Like anything like that. Like if you can, what kind of relationship might that create with the local pharmacy? If that is, um, if that's a potential business relationship that you might have, like there are all sorts of different opportunities today that are maybe momentary opportunities, but because they will create a relationship, um, that lasts through time are absolutely worth it. Even if it feels way different for you, um, plan for the end of quarantine. If you have a physical business, Think about where China is at right now. Businesses are opening back up. People are not nearly as worried about the spread of the disease. Yes, they're, they'll shut, shut down again in a heartbeat if it starts spreading again. But people are not nearly as worried about the spread of the disease. If you plan for the end of quarantine and are ready for that, you are going to have a slingshot recovery. You're going to have a moment where things come back strong. Now, online, online businesses... Um, let's see. Yeah. Gary said, uh, won't make me money now, but may meet people. Absolutely. Um, online businesses, uh, again, protect your team, customer and public health first. Um, absolutely still like it's, it's critical just because your business is online does not mean that, that there's no risk of spreading. Uh, in, in your case, it's probably more among your employees and team, uh, than it is the general public, but, in, like it's, it's still worth noting. Um, you can adapt your messaging to the current situation and be ready to serve as people look for alternative solutions. Uh, Amazon, it's worth noting, is hiring 100,000 people right now because people are turning online um, looking for alternative solutions to where to get things so they don't have to go out in public. Uh, you know, frankly, I, I I don't know exactly what's going to happen with it, but in the light of the stock market sell-off, I think Amazon stock is, is going to go on a tear when people realize how many things people are, are suddenly buying from Amazon in the middle of all of this. 
Um, and I'm not a shareholder, so I'm not just saying that so that you'll go out and buy the, buy the shares and, and crank up the price, although maybe I should. Um, so freelance client service businesses, um, it is worth noting, since that's the biggest portion of my audience, um, that, that this is for you. So you are a problem solver. Um, you fundamentally, like if you are in a freelance business, a client service business, copywriting, marketing agency, whatever, um, your role is to come in and solve problems for your clients. Now, the problem that you've been solving for months or years may not be, uh, the solution that you've been providing may not be exactly what they want to buy today. Um, and they may not readily be available. Or, you know, I, I know copywriters who are negotiating new deals right now. I know people who are, you know, clamoring for copywriters. This is a situation where, where you can't just assume things are down all the way across the board. If you are a problem solver um, and you recognize that there are new problems that these, these people are facing and different realities and cost cutting that may require different situation or solutions, okay right? Still adopt that attitude of being a problem solver and say like, okay, what are the new problems? What are the changes? What are the different realities? What are the, the different solutions that are required out of this? And then um, you can make a temporary shift. So for example, a lot of my client, a lot of uh, BTMS Insiders members are freelance copywriters, right? That is fundamentally done for you service. Well, I'm having a lot of bookings for a, uh, a done with you service, which is, which is a copy review. And I'm helping clients adjust their messaging to be most effective in the context of this. Do you have a process in place where a client who may not be ready to commit to hiring you for a new project right now has uh, a number of promotions out in the marketplace that may be facing different response where you could provide insight into tweaks that could be made to make them more effective. Um, do, is there something that you can do in terms of teaching where uh, you can actually serve more clients in the moment by giving them a do-it-yourself do solution? Like if you were a, a Facebook ads agency and, um, and, suddenly people are less prone to hire a Facebook ads agency. Is there a do-it-yourself option? Like, hey, if, if you're trying to figure out what to do with your Facebook advertising account in the middle of this, either I'll give you a free, um, a free course on this, or I, will, um, I have a, a discounted course on this, or um, you know, just some deal that allows them to do it yourself so that they get some momentum so that perhaps even during the, this situation, they ascend to becoming a client or a consulting client, um, or they become ready after the situation uh, to ascend in a similar way. So there may be a temporary shift. Things that were done for you may become done with you. Things that were done with you may become do it yourself. Um, but that then will set up better relationships going forward. Like we said uh, previously, the relationships that you make today will continue to be valuable and will uh, create that, that, that slingshot recovery effect. And then be ready to shift focus um, in terms of what you're doing. You may no longer be the copywriter who, who, um, who goes after these giant controls for clients, you may be the copywriter who is helping them manage, um, manage changing response in light of the current situation. So going from an aspirational to a life preserver, also perhaps switching industries. If you've spent the last, well, the entire bull market, the 10 year bull market in one industry, maybe your opportunity today is actually to switch to uh, a different industry, at least temporarily. Um, that is that is that has more demand for people like you. Um, so, just be ready to shift. Be ready to solve new problems. Be ready to uh, adapt to new realities. But don't assume that you have to just shut down because of this situation. Okay. So we're we're at an hour, and I have gone through, and I went. I feel like I went through really quick. I feel like I'm a little bit out of breath with a dry throat. But if you have any specific questions about today's topic or any BTMS Insiders training, I'll take a couple minutes here to answer those. Um, it looks like people have stayed engaged, but not a lot of questions have come through. Um, 
I, again, I strongly, strongly recommend self-care. I strongly recommend a positive future focus, focusing on actions that you can take, things that you can do right now. That's what's going to get you through. It may require doing things different. It may require things being upset for a, a while, but we will get through this and we will become stronger by really uh, engaging with and and addressing this crisis. Uh, Gary says, fantastic, Roy. Thank you so much for this. Camille, no questions. Thank you. Um, so for everybody who's been on, thank you very much. Again, I'll be posting the recording. Zoom has been a little bit slow in light of uh, their business actually being busier than ever uh, in processing the recording and making it available. So it'll likely at least be tomorrow or Saturday before that's posted for All Access Pass members, but I'll, I'll send out an email. I do want to say thank you to everybody for this. Oh, I have one question as, as we get to the end of this. Um, if, if I were to make this available outside of BTMS Insiders, granted it's, it's always my choice, but um, would you throw this in the chat here? Would you have any objection to me making this available uh, to the general public either as a low cost product or, to, or, um, or free? Uh, no objections. That's a great idea. You totally should just make it free. Um, okay. So like this, I, I feel like this is so important. Um, and, and I appreciate you guys understanding as paying members of BTMS Insiders that even though this is a, a paid member benefit, this is, this is important content today. Um, and so um, I, I appreciate you guys being open to that. All right. Excellent, Roy. Help others. Uh, Oh, oh, let's see, Farrell, last minute question. The idea of moving from an aspirational to life preserver message, could you put together something, a short list or in a daily email with a different way this could be communicated with language? I think that's a request for me for BTMS Insiders. So let me, let me save that and um, I, will, I will address that in, uh, in a future issue. Um, that's, that's a topic worth an issue. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, again, this has been another video, or not a video, this has been your monthly insiders call for BTMS Insiders talking about strategic thinking in a time of crisis. And, uh, and I really appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you as members. And I, I hope this is helpful for you in, in managing these um, you know, somewhat difficult times that we are going through. Remember, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And we will come out on the other side of this even stronger. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you guys again. Talk to you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.